The greatest threat to businesses today isn't the outsider trying to get in. It's the people you trust, the ones who already have the keys, your employees, your contractors, and privileged users. 60% of online attacks are carried out by insiders. To stop these insider threats, you need to see what users are doing before an incident occurs. Observe it combats insider threats by detecting risk activity, investigating in minutes, effectively responding, and stopping data lost. Give it a test drive at observeit.com forward slash security weekly. Today's determined attackers easily bypass even the most advanced network defenses. Trying to ramp up staff to detect their back doors can cost thousands of dollars and take months, even years. With Active Countermeasures AI Hunter, we enable junior analysts to detect even the most advanced back doors in a matter of hours. Sign up for a demo and purchase our product today by visiting activecountermeasures.com forward slash ESW. Active Countermeasures, make every analyst a hunter. Welcome back, everyone, to Enterprise Security Weekly. This is the Enterprise Security News for this week. Uh, a note on our previous segment, our interview with Mike from Observit. Observit's uh, landing page uh, as where we want you to go. If you like what you heard, you can go to observit.com forward slash security weekly. That's the page you go to. I really like their, I, I would call it, John and I were talking during the break, it's an insider threat solution. I think it's pretty awesome. We've been working with those folks for a while. They're doing fantastic as a company too. Um, the, the latest reports came in. I put a link in the show notes. So observeit.com forward slash security weekly. Alrighty, our first story, John, is from Mimecast. Um, <clears throat> I really think Mimecast's position in the market today is they want to be like that one-stop shopping for all things email security. And through a lot of their strategic acquisitions they've made and the positioning of their products in the market, they can not just detect phishing attempts, but also integrate that training uh, that like, for example, when a user succumbs to a phishing attack, they go, oh, bad user. Now just go do some training and try and get educated so that doesn't happen again. To get there, uh, for October, Cybersecurity Awareness Month, they are uh, giving away some of that training for free. Well, and one, that's just great marketing. Mm -hmm. But two, actually coupling, you know, kind of email technical security with user awareness is a good play. And I honestly don't know why more people haven't done that before. Like, it just seems like it was a good idea that many organizations should have been doing for a very long time. Yeah, it's interesting. There's a lot of partnerships that formed in this space. Like, you know, one would do the detection, one would do the training. Um, and they'd all partner with each other. Mimecast is, is growing large enough where they can just acquire some of these companies. You have seen some acquisitions happen uh, in this space as well. I think No Before picked up a couple. Of, well, they're more on the training side. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And they're doing great. No Before is doing great. But I, I think that with what's going on with Mimecast is it, it, there's kind of a mantra in security, not just in security, but in business, is if you have a certain business market vertical that you're working in, and then somebody can actually come in and start working on a part that you don't do, then that allows them to start wiggling in on your business. Yeah. So by having that total package, it kind of keeps the competition forced out. That's number one. And number two, it also makes them a great wedge company for breaking in and displacing existing technologies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Microsoft's killing off the old Skype client and going to the newer, sure. crappier one. I don't know sure. why I put that in there, but yeah. I think Skype is yeah, horrible. I think it, I'm sure. We're really liking Zoom. So, And that seems to be the consensus on many of our calls that we have uh, with existing clients and potential clients. When we mention Zoom, uh, everyone from training companies to security vendors are all like, yeah, we were on something before and it was pretty horrible compared to what we have for Zoom. Uh, so Zoom yep. is really, I mean, taking the lion's share of the market in 
that from virtual Skype. conferencing and, and taking it from Skype. If you've ever tried to use Skype for business, well, I mean, that pretty much says yeah, it all. Right. You can try to use well, it. And I'm still a huge fan of go to we go to meeting. Oh, go I like to go webinars. to yeah go to go to meeting go to webinars. Not a, not a bad solution. That we're still using that here. I think mm-hmm. uh, we're looking at switching all of our plat. Kind of going back to our previous point about Mimecast, right? Be nice if we could find one home for everything and deal with one vendor <laughs> rather than multiple. Yeah. So It'd be so much easier. But we're always looking. Um, so no, I I honestly don't think that they're going to kill it completely. I mean, Microsoft still was releasing patches whenever Eternal Blue. Uh, lashed out uh, last year. Microsoft never lets anything die, which is kind of a good thing, but it's also kind of their 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 Achilles heel as well. Sure. Uh, Zifton was in the news uh, as entering the UK and Ireland uh, endpoint protection platforms and partnering with Microsoft's ATP specialist uh, Threatscape. What do you think mm-hmm. of Zifton and some of their moves lately, John? I, I still, with a lot of these vendors, I haven't seen them in any of our tests. They're not an entity. Um, that doesn't mean that the product sucks or that it's bad or anything. It's just I haven't seen it. And it's not really been something that we've encountered. But I still come back to, Paul, we talk about this almost every single show. Why the hell would anybody get in the endpoint security market right now? Um, it's just it's just impossible. <laughs> it's a great point. However, um, and I've been trying to get more information about Zifton. Uh, mm-hmm. So if if you're listening, I would, I just I just want to know I just want to know more. <laughs> That's all I want to do is know more. Um, yeah. I, I mean, sure we have sponsors on hey. the show, and there might be a fit, but I, I visit them at Black Hat. I went to the Zifton booth. They have the best socks out of any other vendor. Sorry, socks trusted, are awesome. Sorry, trusted second Dave Kennedy. I get more compliments on my Zifton socks than any other socks out there. They're really cool looking. Um, but I spoke with some of their technical folks, and they started describing what they did. Like their agent can collect NetFlow and tell you about connections and integrating that back. And so, John, back to your point, like why would anyone get into the endpoint space is because you have to have a real big differentiator. And I started to get hints that they had some really cool technology. And again, I just well, I just want to learn more. If you're listening and you work for a, a yeah, vendor. If you're listening and you have their product. Let us know. Sure. We'd love to hear your Or thoughts. really, I, so it's not every vendor, but like I have a list of vendors that I think would be a good fit for us to work with. At the yeah. very least, I want our listeners to know about the solutions because I feel like they help people and I believe that they help people solve problems. And well, so some of those people on the list are so nice. Like I, and I've, I've been you know, sending out a lot of uh, emails and working with a lot of vendors and, and most actually are, are very nice and very appreciative of it. A lot of them are, you know, somewhere in between. And I get it. Like you, you probably, maybe you have no idea what Security Weekly is. Totally fine. I get it. I don't fault you for that. Um, but they work with us. And then there's like the other percentage that either just ignore us or don't even request interest in taking a free briefing. And I'm not reaching out to every single security vendor on the planet, right? We've been doing the show how long? It's episode 109. We talk to our listeners at every single conference that we go to and via email and and try and learn about what what solutions are best and and formulate the ones we want to go after. Um, So if you work for a vendor, pretty, you know, pretty likely if you're listening to the show and you have a solution that solves people's problems that we just have the very, the very, like, low entry barrier to entry is just do a briefing with us and tell us how your product works. That's really all we want to start. On the other side, if you're somebody that's listening to the show and you're basically like, I have a product that I absolutely love, please shoot us an email. Yeah, especially Um, when they're like, you guys have never talked about this awesome product that I use every day in my job and it's it's kicking ass. Yeah, we want to know about that too. Well, and there's one product 
hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, Veronis. I just had a call with a customer last week. Veronis? They do file Ver security. Yeah, yeah Veronis. Ver Veronis. Yeah, uh, Veronis. Great company. We, I, like, did a brief, I did a briefing with them, actually. Nothing but amazing things from this one person that was using the product. Yeah. They said they turned it on. It integrated. It wasn't hard to work, and they immediately got useful telemetry. Yep. So if you have feedback and you have a company that you love, please send it back to us. Now, Paul and I very likely might actually follow up and make sure that you're a real company. Sure. And not some fake fronted company that a vendor created. Not that that has ever happened, yeah. but I'm just saying. We're gonna vet, we're gonna, we're gonna, gonna see. Check. I mean, Domain Tools is a sponsor. We know how old your domain is that that you, that you put up there, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, we can on. find that out. Yeah. we're we still practitioners, right? We still do the, te the technical stuff as, as well, yeah. um, and including analyzing the market. Oh, so I get the V companies um, confused. So Veronis is that uh, like Veronis, data yeah. data protection? I did meet with Brian. Uh, did a briefing with them at Black Hat. Talked about them on the show uh, before. Great company. Love what they're doing. Um, let's see. Venify, I don't remember what they do, to be quite honest with you. No. They're another V company. But they're another V. But I, thought we I thought we tapped out at Veracode. No. I thought with Veracode, Veracode we peach No, but then there's one more. One more. Veridin. Oh, well, Versec is... Versec. Is, yep. Versec is awesome. We did an interview with them. Uh, love their technology. Veridin, Veridin, Veridin is the attacks Veridin. in the attack simulation market yep. with uh, attack IQ desk. and others. Don't Paul, don't forget there's Veridesk, which allows for adjustable height. Oh desk. yes, that's yes, so, that's important. Which... Venify is there. machine identity protection. Don't know what that means, but it sounds cool. I think I don't know. Maybe we should do a briefing with them. We'll as take well. it. We'll, we'll see. take it. It's all cool. Uh, all right. So, what else do we have uh, in the news? Uh, Tanium. Speaking of endpoints, um, I, I thought it was. In, I don't know. I, Tanium took another two hundred million dollars in funding at a six point five billion dollar valuation. I mean, I, at what point are they going to tip the? You know, and just go public? I, would be their likely exit? They're probably at six point five billion. Like, who's going to buy an endpoint? Who's going to buy an endpoint company at a six point five billion dollar valuation? Like really. Is that a Series Z funding at that point? I don't have the show notes. Over. I don't know what their series. Yeah, their series is is off the charts. And I'm not saying Tanium has yeah. bad technology. I'm just analyzing the business aspect of it. Um, hopefully, if you're a Tanium customer, you're you're happy. I think they made a big splash a couple of years ago, and haven't heard much about Tanium uh, recently. Well, they're kind of becoming one of the companies that's ingrained in a large amount of the uh, of the corp of our customers, and most of our customers have good things to say. I mean, if you have a question about your network, yeah, that's the product to use. Um, now, making the leap and actually starting to do what Carbon Black does, that's yeah. a little bit more of a trick. Yep. Um, Logarithm receives a patent for data monitoring. I didn't. I didn't really read this one. I just just kind of an announcement. I just think it's interesting when security vendors get patents, um, and they're they're sometimes really interesting to read. Other times they are not very interesting to read. Uh, What's but this one? Really cool. Uh, it's patent ten million ninety one two hundred seventeen. The logarithm acknowledging it as a creator of data monitoring methods that enable risk based classification of data, a critical component necessary to enable security operation centers. Pretty cool. Now you also huh. have to, as as John and I have experienced as well, right? Not all patents are the same level of defensibility. I would say is that that mm -hmm. an accurate statement? That's an right? absolutely yeah. accurate statement. And I think I, you know, I, I always come back to the tenable patent on the passive vulnerability analysis. 
and that's defendable. The more, yeah, the more I talk with people, they're like, no, that one's actually really defendable, um, yeah. which is which is pretty awesome. Um, Tufin launches a pay per use MSSP program. I, I thought that was that was interesting. Seems interesting. I mean, right in the title, uh, kind of gives you an indication. Um, it's a, a consumption-based partner model to allow its MSSP network to automate policy changes and provide more cost-effective service to their customers. I think in a policy change environment, like if you're paying per the amount of policy changes that you have to the MS, MSSP, that could be a pretty cool thing. But the model's certainly different, right? It, it is different. You know, you have to look at how they actually benefit from that financially. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure they figured it out because they've got to be smart people. And maybe maybe a new billing approach in the way that we're approaching things right now is desperately needed in the MSSP space. Something is, needs to change. There's no question there. Now, this next one's interesting. Uh, have you heard of Morphosec before? No, I have not. I, I've heard of them. I, I don't pretend to understand in any detail what they do. Um, they claim to be the leader in moving target defense. I've not Is that heard like bring your own device or I don't know. I've not cloud. heard of that particular messaging before. Um which is it's it's dangerous. I'm not gonna say it's bad. I'm gonna say it's risky to create your own category or like problem statement like that. Because um, basically they're saying we're moving target defense. Well what 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 is moving target defense? Well, right, and it's going to be a long time for Gartner ever gets around to creating a magic quadrant for that. Well, yeah, and Gartner's going to define its own categories, right? Um, yeah, and they kind of intentionally move away from people trying to market their their own phrases. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree. And, uh, I'm, I'm, and again, I'm not I, saying it's bad. I mean, weird. Morphosis products be, be they could be Someone's awesome. Pick, yeah. Sorry, John. We're just I was just going to say, someone's going to put a GIF loop of me saying, I agree with Gartner. Um, but Gartner doing that is something I would agree with. Moving away from yeah, something that's already been defined by a vendor is just a bad... I, it, you, you yeah. Step away from the vendor terms. Yeah. I mean, we've done segments on category creation before. It, you know, Play Bigger is the book you should read uh, about category creation. and does obviously the best job of defining how you define your category, uh, essentially with great examples. Um, so again, Morphosec uh, could have a, a great product. Uh, likely they got something because their endpoint threat prevention platform is now being uh, integrated with RSA NetWitness. So, um, I mean, anytime you see you know big partnerships yeah, like that, they do something. It's they do easy something for good. a vendor to say, hey, we now integrate, which means that they throw a syslog. Um, True. I know we joke about that all the time, yeah. but that seems to be by and large what, what they do. All integrations are not created equal. Is what I learned very early on uh, when I started getting heavily into vendors, right? Well, and I'm also guilty of that too, Paul. Like when we're on sales calls, people are like, do you have an open API? I'm like, yeah, it's a backend Mongo database that's authenticated so you can make your own queries. They're like, oh, great. So it has an API. I'm like, well, that's, you know what? Yeah, sure. sure. Just go with it, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I've been seeing BlackBerry more and more. Dude, they're the coming industry. back. They are. They're trying to come they're back. They're coming back. They are. They actually um, they uh, were interested in in what we do uh, to help them on some you know marketing thing. I was like BlackBerry. I'm like, wow, that's kind of interesting. So I mean, the fact that like <laughs> you have if to we check to see. yeah, when you, you see have to, check to see if it's a different company that right. bought their name, yeah, maybe. yeah. <laughs> But I mean, anytime you see that outward, uh, you know, outbound public relations reach, it means they're in this case, you know, could be trying to pivot and 
reinvent themselves, which you know then triggers. Well, how do we get the word out that we're doing something different? And you know now seeing this article uh, from investing.com. Um, well, well, now I'm not sure what are those those three things are. Um, they want to. Um, so their strategy is to focus on rapidly expanding Internet of Things. Um, they are uh, positioned uh, apparently in the IoT space. Um, so the trend is evident. BlackBerry reported a 32% year-over-year growth in its enterprise channels, which is kind of interesting. I don't know where that revenue is coming from if they're not making they're not making phones. They're doing IoT stuff, I guess. Well. But, but but the the thing with BlackBerry that that sucks is they should have won in in the corporate space. Mm-hmm. They had a huge head start on everybody else. Just the iPhone was cool. Um, it, it's just, god damn, we really needed a company like BlackBerry to put in you know provisioning of enterprise level email on mobile devices. And it, I think security as a whole hurt because they crashed and burned. And Apple and Android were like, screw that, if BlackBerry burned, then there's no need for that enterprise level integration and security. And it just never came back. Oh, so in the IoT market, the BlackBerry owns the QNX uh, platform. And they're applying that to autonomous driving technology. QNX is an embedded operating system. Um, And they've embedded it in over 120 million vehicles worldwide. So why do you think that their stock is going to take off? I mean, if they're still doing some things you talked about at the beginning of the show, you think that they're 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 going to take off a little bit more. What have you seen that makes you think that? I so that's what the article said. Um, And if they are reporting a thirty-two percent year-over-year growth, and they're breaking into using their existing technology to break into new markets such as IoT and automotive, that could be why the the market's predicting that their their stock's gonna gonna go up. Um, I, I also think there's some type of security play in there. I just I haven't been able to uncover exactly what that is. I also just think it's fun to talk about BlackBerry. <laughs> it gets well, people's like attention because they're like, "What?" Yesterday about they're like, "Did I download the right episode? Is this episode from ten years ago?" <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh. Boy. All right. Well, that was it. One of the stories in there was a duplicate. Uh, again, slow news week. It was slow news week for Hack Naked News, too. Um, there will be no Paul Security Weekly this week, as uh, tomorrow, uh, most of us head out to DerbyCon. Woohoo. Which will be awesome. John, are you speaking? Did you get a table? Uh, I do. We are selling t shirts uh, and other cool. things at DerbyCon. Um, we're doing some interviews and briefings at DerbyCon. I'm speaking. John, are you speaking as well? Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. What are, what are you speaking about? So, um, Hacks for Pancakes, Ed Scotus, and Dave and I are doing a keynote panel discussion on the uh, future of pen testing. Mm. Uh, so, really excited about that. Also, we're staying down at the Galt House. Uh, is that where you're staying? You're staying at the main hotel. I uh, am one of the few that got a room at the Marriott. You're so lucky. I am. Lucky you. I just got, I literally, <laughs> I, like, I was just, it was luck. I like sleeping at night. And when that party gets a rockin', oh my God. So, that could be. I got earplugs. Good time. It's fine. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be it's a lot be of fun. Week. I'm talking about security and hip hop. I don't. It's a sequel. <laughs> to your favorite topic. It's a sequel. Security, hip hop, and kung fu. Yeah, it's well, the, it's, it's a sequel evolution. to the kung fu talk. So set your expectations uh, accordingly. I guess. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Well, John, thank you, and thank you, everyone, for listening and watching Enterprise Security Weekly. We'll see you next time. <laughs>